Hello, and welcome to Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. In this series of podcasts, Sean and I are going to be talking about business topics and adventures, that work-life balance that everybody needs. So sit back and enjoy the show. Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. How are you? And I'm doing good. It's been a while since we've talked. It has. Yeah, the time yeah. flies, especially across yeah. the holidays. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so I hope you and your family had a good uh, uh, holiday and a good New Year's. We did. We did. Hopefully you did as well. We did, yeah. So uh, it's been since uh, November 12th, since our last uh, podcast uh, that we've put out. That that did go by fast, and uh, <laughs> it, it it probably would go to show if everybody could see how difficult it was getting this started. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. But it, it we try to hide be... that. We try to hide that from the audience. Exactly, it, it might not be like riding a bike; you just get back on. Yeah. So I I think we've kind of picked out a a pretty decent topic to start off our our new year and and since we try to focus mainly on business topics we thought we would talk about strategies and strategy deployment. So I'm personally getting ready to do some facilitation and some training on on uh, strategy and strategy deployment. So I thought I'd walk through it and uh sean and i can kind of sit here and discuss it a little bit so what do you think sean i think that's a great idea it's a good good time of the year to talk about this i'm sure everybody out there has been involved in uh finishing up last year and then figuring out what this year is going to bring so i think this topic would at least at least keep people's brain on the idea of well what does the strategy look like going yeah. into this, this uh, fiscal calendar year whichever way you go so to start us off, I have a uh, top 10 reasons why strategies fail. And this came from uh, Forbes. So I didn't invent these. Um, so I thought I'd uh, go down the list here, a little Johnny Carson style. And um, we can t- kind of touch on each one of these. So number 10, not having the right people involved. Ha. Huh. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, trying to remember what did Johnny what did Johnny Carson say? Like what kind of uh, anecdotes he threw in there? I, you know, I'll do I'll do my best. There you go. <laughs> you know, those charged with executing the plan should be involved, right? I mean, you know, from the onset. So, uh, so that was number ten. Number nine, having the wrong people in leadership positions. That's a that's a big one, right? Well, yeah, that, that's not only for a, a strategy, you know, a year, 18 month strategy. That's that's for the, the company organization. That's that's a big one. there, right. Yeah. Number eight, having a plan simply for plans sake. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, some organi- yeah, some organizations go through the motions. Right. And, you know, they develop a plan simply uh, because it makes common sense. But of course, then they don't do anything with it. Right. So exactly. that was yeah. number eight. Number seven, writing the plan and putting it on the shelf. Kind of the same as number eight, but, uh, you know, if you go through the process of writing it, you know, if the plan's effect, you know, it's an effective tool, you got to review it continually. You know, it's uh, the analogy I wrote on here is unlike Twinkies, strategy plans don't have a good shelf life. 
<laughs> so you got to <laughs> you got to kind of review them and make sure they're up to date. Number six, unwillingness or inability to change. You know, we talk about change well, a lot. I, yeah. You know. That's right. And that's a that's a, a disease that many organizations have. They like doing things the old way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your company's strategic plan, it's got to be nimble and be able to adapt to the market conditions. Right. So if you just don't Absolutely. do anything and just uh, um, don't change it at all, it's going to catch up with you. Right. So number five, partial commitment. So you don't have all of leadership involved in the process that, uh, that one can hurt you. Well, back in, back in an old place that we used to work at, we used to, we used to say, you know, inside the room, figure it out. But as you leave the room, everybody has to be arm in arm. Speaking the same language, speaking the same tune. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, having the, the same concept of being a parent, right. You know, hash it out behind closed doors, but, Mm -hmm. uh, be, uh, be consistent and, and speak the same language when you go talk to your kids, you know, same scenario. Exactly. Yeah. Mom and dad. Yeah. have to have the same message. That's right. Number four, not understanding the environment or not focusing on results. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Number three, ignoring marketplace reality facts and assumptions. In other words, don't bury your head in the sand. I guess, you know, I guess it all depends on what's motivating the upper management. You know, if they have to make things look good because they think making it look good will make them look good. You know, you have to watch out for that. So number two, unrealistic goals or lack of focus and resources. So they come up with these grandiose ideas. They come up with these, uh, you know, big plans and they're not willing to back it up. You know? Right. Yeah. No funding. So that's number two. And then should, should you give me a, a, uh, a drum roll yeah, for number one? Yeah, I don't think you can hear it. Oh, I can hear it. Good. <laughs> no accountability or follow through. <laughs> well, what you're going to talk about going forward here, will take care of that if you follow the, the recipe, won't it? That, that's right. That's exactly right. So this is, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm presenting this to the leadership team, because as I mentioned, there's two parts to this. There's the strategy development, which I would say is the easy part. <laughs> and there's the strategy deployment, which is really the hard part because you need to involve kind of a framework to get that thing deployed. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. So, you know, I wish you could see this picture um, because one of the things I have on my slide is that, uh, you know, in my opinion, execution is where good strategies go to die. And so I have this picture, mm-hmm. this little Yugo looking car and somebody I'm sure said, Hey, wouldn't it be nice if cars had solar panels on them or were solar powered? And you should see the picture of this car with these solar panels hanging off the edges like wings and, and stuck up underneath the wheel wells and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's just a funny looking picture. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be hard for the sun to get it if it was stuck up underneath the wheel well. You would think so. <laughs> so, you know, strategy, it wasn't revisited after they created it. And, you know, exactly. So anyways, it was just a fun picture. So, you know, one of the things I don't want our leadership to do is get wrapped around the axle on the words Hoshiung Conroy, you know, which really just means strategy deployment. You know, um, it, you know, it's a formal lean technique used to identify an organization's breakthrough objectives 
and create a defined three to five year plan to achieve them. The process is associated with identifying the organization's true north and aligning the goals and objectives of each employee with the strategic plan. So you're trying to take all the cats and get them going in the same direction. That's really what you're trying to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, when you, when you define that, one of the questions that came to my mind is how do you focus and how do you get a group, a group to focus? Because it seems to me that when you get a lot of hard charging senior managers, not, not necessarily leaders, but senior managers together, they want to, they want to take over the world. They want to do everything. They think they can do everything. Yeah. You know, I think part of this part of this really has to be honing in to what is the focus that your group should be pinpointing on. So I think part of that has to do with making sure you've got a good facilitator, a neutral facilitator as part of the team. And I think this facilitator has to be strong, um, you know, and be able to keep keep everything, keep everybody in alignment and keep everything moving forward. I think a lot of uh, leadership teams have a tendency to kind of do this strategic planning side of it on their own thinking, well, we know what we want, but there's nobody in the neutral perspective that's saying, well, hey, 15 objectives is too many, or Mm -hmm. this objective needs more than one resource, or, you know, somebody that's kind of, you know, stepping back and kind of helping them to at least some stay somewhat in alignment. So yeah, you need somebody that, that, that has a view of the overall big picture, knowing, knowing what actions have to take place based on the strategic tasks that are begun. Yeah. You know? So, you know, what, what, uh, strategy development and deployment is really trying to do. It's trying to take that big idea, align the company goals, so it's trying to, to align the company goals, which are the strategies, with the plans of middle management, which are the tactics, and the work performed by employees, which is operations, to ensure that everyone is pulling in the same direction at the same time. So that's really your overall goal. So a lot of organizations will actually start off with the big ideas and the strategy, but then just kind of throw it out there. And I think that that's where this framework that we're going to talk about here in a second uh, kind of comes into play is because they throw it out there and they kind of just expect this leader to tell that leader and this leader. To, and so there's no agreement. There's mm-hmm. no cascading. There's no buy in. And that's where the framework comes into play. So, you know, you need to kind of see how that strategy aligns with any of the tactics and KPIs. You know, you've got to ensure that those are aligned. And then you've got to cascade that all the way down and negotiate that those goals uh, with the organization. Now in Hoshion, that's called catch ball. You know, so you're negotiating back and forth, making sure everybody's in a line, everybody's bought in. You know, because a lot of times when leadership comes up with this strategy, I don't know if they don't care or if or if it really in their minds doesn't matter if people have bought into it. You think that's true at all? Oh, I do. I do. I think some some managers slash so-called leaders think that that because they said it, it'll get done. And if uh, if you've got some some employees that don't agree and, and perhaps they don't agree because they don't know what the end goal really is and the reason for that end goal. Uh, yeah. If you you, you you will get some some pushback and yeah. tasks won't be completed. Equality you know, could suffer. 
you know. And then after that, after that catch ball process, you really need to ensure that you've got a good review process in place. And that review process needs to take place either monthly or quarterly. And you need to decide as a leadership team what that looks like mm-hmm. and, and make sure that that reviewing happens. Because that's one of those items that we talked about earlier is that you've got to be able to tweak and course correct that plan. You've got to be willing to do that. It's the strategy is not set in stone. Don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot thinking that, well, we're going to just stick to it. And you know, it might not make sense. So Mm -hmm. yeah. After more information comes out, right. You should based on information. You have to make course corrections. Exactly. So I think the only other, the other thing I wanted to touch on just real quick, and this isn't necessarily totally important to this discussion, but the leadership team does need to make sure they've got the backing of a good mission and vision statement. You know, having that vision statement is going to go to support that strategy. And people are going to know if you've got a good vision statement written, why they're performing those strategies and why they have those certain goals. So making sure that you've got that, that foundational information defined is also very important. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so, and making sure that everybody under, yeah, knows what the mission and the vision is so that, so that they can speak that same language when it comes to now the strategy. Right. Right. Yeah. I, Cause I, I really think without that, you're, you're kind of setting yourself up a little bit for failure, you mm-hmm. know? So, so just to touch on the framework, which is the, the Hoshun Conroy defined framework, I'm going to kind of, spell out the seven steps uh, that uh, you should go through. So first thing is you need to establish the organizational vision. And that vision, keep in mind, visions can change. So, you know, if one year the vision is this, you might need to tweak it for the second or, you know, or third year as you go into it. So visions are meant to be kind of tweaked as you learn more and know. So number one is establish that organizational vision or make sure the vision is good. Uh, develop your breakthrough strategies. So these are your three to five year big goals. Okay. So how many of those do you think you should have? I, yeah. And I think we've talked about this on another podcast many, many moons ago is uh, based on the 40 X for disciplines of execution process uh, by Covey. Uh, I think, I think really one and at the most two. Yeah. I would, I would agree with you. Now, I, I think that, you know, these are definitely uh, big rocks. So, you know, that they should be things that are going to take a lot of uh, work and initiative to achieve. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, an example of that would be, you know, to become a, a leader in, a, in some sort of uh, business space and reach a certain revenue value by a certain date. So if you'll notice there, it was stated in Covey's from mm-hmm. X to Y by when, you know, so uh, number three is to develop those annual tactics and KPIs. So those annual tactics and KPIs are what you're going to start talking to with your managers about the items that go to support those strategies that you came up with. And then the big part is you're going to deploy those annual you're going you're gonna to deploy those annual tactics and you're going to play catch ball during that process. Okay, so you're going to, you know, talk to your 
uh, managers, supervisors, your employees, and you're going to tweak, tweak your, your tactics. But then at some point you're going to get to work on those tactics. You know, so uh, a little bit, a little bit into the details there. The way, sure. I vision, the way I envision this is, is when you're talking to your managers about it, basically what you are asking them is, what do you think needs to be done in order to reach this annual goal? Right? You're not. You shouldn't. You shouldn't really be telling your the managers of the people that are going to that are going to execute the tactics what he should be telling his people to do. Right? You're gonna you're gonna give that manager the end objective. And they should be the one letting you know what the tactics and, and the actions will be to get there, and then what measurement he'll be he or she will be able to uh, monitor in order to see what the progress is. Great point. Yeah, great point. I, I would agree with you. Yeah. From that point, you're going to implement those annual tactics and operations. So, so th- that's number five. And you're going to use any sort of performance excellence tools, you know, to to get those done. And then six is a monthly or quarterly review, whatever you've agreed to. And then seven is the annual review where you do some sort of self-diagnosis. And then you just repeat that process each year, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that's kind of how you um, how you cycle through that and ensure that uh, you've got that in play. Now, I think one important thing in that, you know, when you're uh, tracking this, and you're um, ensuring that you're when you start to set the details down in stone, you really need to come up with a good tracking method. Okay, um, and you need to make sure that method is um, can be seen by everyone that's involved in the process, top to bottom, so that it's very clear as to who should be working on what, what things they're working on. And, and that tool should show that hierarchy that you've developed, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the strategy at the right. top like we, with a, with a tactic and then with an operation below it. Right. And like, like we've always said about KPIs, they should, they should fall out of the system. They shouldn't yeah. be hard to, to capture. Yeah. So the, the data, the, the data, the activities that, that, that the folks are working on should generate the data to, to analyze the KPI. So it shouldn't be something extra that has to be done in order to, right. get, to get that progress and that, uh, the KPIs for whatever actions need to be done for the end goal. You know, and, and another thing that is in the 40X program is when you develop, when you go to develop those KPIs, make sure it's very easy for people to tell whether you're winning or losing. Right. You should be able mm-hmm. to just look at it and go, oh, I get it. I, I see what we're what we're doing. So that should all be very easy to uh, distinguish. So. Right. Right. And 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 how to make corrections. And that's why through the, the 40X process and that's why having this strategy implementation tool can also be supported by other tools and tactics that are out there from different areas of business looking at leading indicators, right? When, when you are measuring uh, what needs to be done, you're looking at the leading indicators uh, only because if the, if the leading indicators aren't being done, then the end goal or the, the intermediate step may not be accomplished because you're not winning on those leading indicators. Right. You know, and to kind of wrap this up, um, strategy development and specifically strategy deployment takes practice 
your organization, if it's your first time, your organization's probably not going to get it right the first time, probably not even going to get it right the second time, but you'll get better and better as you cycle through it each time. So don't give up because it didn't go perfectly the first time. You yes. Know. And when, in my, <laughs> what, what I, what I would think would be words of wisdom, at least in my own mind, I'm thinking they are that at the beginning, spend a lot of time at the beginning with that vision. And, and one other critical area is, is your current state. Make sure that, that if you're, you're building a strategy for that three to five year period, that it's well established what the what the, the current state is and what the current processes are because if if the management team and actually everybody working below you um, are not on the same page as to what is being done to get the results that you are getting then then you know you're going to wait you're going to wobble and and I think it would be best to spend a lot of time at the beginning just like anything measure twice cut once yeah and so we'll make sure that you understand where you where you're starting from and it's clear where you're starting from in order to move off of that, 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 that launch pad to the next level. Well, and one other thing, I didn't necessarily go into the details of how you um, do a strategy development program with the, you know, the whole swath and, you know, benchmarking companies or doing market research or any of that kind of stuff. That's kind of unique to your organization as to how you want to, develop that strategy and gather all the information needed to create a, a good strategy plan. So um, this is this was really about as you develop that thing, how do you get that out and make sure that everyone is understanding it and supporting it and going in the same direction? Communication is key, yes. Communication is key. Well, Sean, why don't we wrap it up right here? Uh, this was a really good first uh, 2020 session. So yeah, I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a good conversation, and hopefully, it gets the the uh, mind exercised in the in the direction of strategy, KPIs, uh, communication. Everybody working and pulling in the same direction. Whenever whenever I think of of pulling in the same direction, I think of a dog sled. You know, when you're when you're uh, on solid ground, the dogs are lined up two by two and they're pulling straight ahead. And, and, and then if you're on uh, kind of like weaker ice or weaker snow that might, that might collapse underneath you, you spread the dogs out to, to um, even or, or lessen the weight per square foot. So you got, you have to be able to be flexible. Yep. But you're still going agree. in the right direction. The dogs can be spread out, but you're still, they're still pulling you in the direction you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't we go ahead and uh, stop right here? Um, Sean, I hope that uh, uh, you have a good week, and we will try to get back together soon. Absolutely. You too, Wes. Yep. Take care. Bye. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Sean and I will be back again to discuss another exciting business topic and work-life adventure. Take care. <laughs>